We're walking. We're walking to the bar. Yeah. It's so nice of him to let us in early to do reviews um, and then kick us back out so that we have to walk down the street for the podcast. I don't understand why we always have to walk back in through the back afterwards. Because we're very embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yep. Happy hour. Happy hour starts now. Hey, hey, I'm Dylan. I'm William. I'm Patrick. I'm pretty sure this is the three guys. And welcome to the three guys bar. And thanks for joining us for episode 68 of Happy Hour with the Three Guys. I, I, I. The resolution has passed. Barkeep, another beer. This episode of Happy Hour with the Three Guys has been. Oh, there. Dick shits. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, we don't have a sponsor this week. They abandoned us last week. Your first time guests at this bar, here are the basics. We sit here and have a few drinks, chit chat about whatever topics pop up. We'll discuss some humorous or not so humorous facts. It's like Splash Rats, the first round is on us. And um, micro machines? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, how in the world is everybody doing? Spacious. Yeah. Obviously, we're capital because we're already off to a rolling good start. I could use more ABV in me. You got that there? Yeah. You got your you got your warm thing. Goodness. You got that one, <laughs> one thing you've been hanging out in your pocket trying to get it warm. Got do that. you want do you want the Belgians and that there's a beer uh, there Justin too. brought last week? Yeah, sure. All right, well, we okay. left them here somewhere. They're here. I'll put this right over here. Put that right over there. Because that's that's pretty heavy to drink again. I'm gonna drink a cherry stout. All right. I'm gonna say our good friend Justin brought those last week. We left them in here somewhere for you. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love that the bartender lets us just pick through. <laughs> and also, what a wonderful selection the bartender has. Like, I don't know how he stays in business. The bartender's been over right now. Are we talking about the beer? Oh, boy. Whoa. Whoa. There it is, and there it is. Belgian style double. I almost missed my chair on that one. Belgian style. <laughs> Let me try it again. Belgian style triple M. <laughs> Calm down, Cosby. Spice. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking with that. <laughs> I'm gonna try. I'm gonna start with the. You need to start with a double. Start with the double. <laughs> try fire. <laughs> Let's start with the double. Bury it. <laughs> I'm just so weak. It's a problem. I feel so weak right now. That's that's the problem. Yeah. Start knocking you out some push-ups. Oh man, I couldn't do a single one right some now. Sit-ups. I could do some sit-ups. I can always do sit-ups. If you do them right, you get the throw-ups. Yeah, I don't want that. And then I'm out of ups. We're not drinking any beer today, so. Oh. Yeah. Thank goodness. No throw-ups here. I don't know. There's I mean, still a lemon tea laying on the floor over there. Oh, oh. burn it. <laughs> Shoot it. My wife and I finished Friends. I know a few episodes ago. So now you're well, just married. Like a few months ago, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. The, the show oh, when, you get married, you're, when you get married, you're not friends anymore anyway. Uh, no, we finished the show Friends. We talked about that a few podcasts ago. Uh, we finished Friends, so that's over. Now we don't really know what to watch. There's always a void in my house whenever we finish binging a TV show. ER. Yeah, I was um, kind of thinking about Band of Brothers. 
Well, that was that was a good just one. Just because David Schwimmer. That was a good one. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to go a little bit more lighthearted? How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. That we we want something one. we can get a good emotional attachment to. Like with Friends, you can get an emotional mm-hmm. attachment. With The Office, you get attached to the people. Mm-hmm. So we want something that we can get attached to the people so that we're broken hearted whenever it's over. Then How yeah. I Met Your Mother, because whenever you get up to the last episode, it will absolutely break oh, your fucking uh, heart. Yeah, I've read about it. I know oh, that yeah. it's, yeah. Oh, I love the, don't, no, put the, get the, put the tooth back in. Put the tooth back in. All right. I didn't you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't glue it today? But no, yeah. How I Met Your Mother, yeah. Um, good emotional attachment. Fantastic seasonal character development and the mm-hmm. relations are really good. The story, I did, did kind of feel in the last three seasons like they were just really trying to stretch it out a little bit further the last season was really good all except for the last episode I won't tell you why in case you get into it but I really liked the show and I felt like that may have been one of the biggest scenarios of writers dropping the fucking ball ever spoken by someone who never watched Dexter let me guess Jesus comes back (laughs) and you're I never Hey, we're back. Oh, God. That new huge. So, after after that technical difficulty, go ahead and repeat what you were saying. Uh, I'm William. (laughs) Too far back. Too far back. Jesus. (laughs) That double's not bad, right? It's not bad at all. I like it. Yeah, the double was good. No, no, it's just, uh, I don't know what caught and what didn't. How much your mother? Great show. Enjoyed it. That did great kind of slow seasonal character bu- character, character building character building yes character building and uh, like the the relationships seemed to be kind of tied together well they did towards the end kind of stretch them a bit but uh, last season fantastic all except the last episode mm-hmm. which is again maybe the prime example of writers dropping the fucking ball like I said you you you've obviously never watched the last episode of Dexter uh, I didn't watch the first yeah. or any episode of Dexter yeah. but it's an amazing show a great show oh, except the, the last, last episode, episode yeah. where you go what the fuck like, I mean it even keeps you in even though they're like the season five through the rest eight I think <laughs> even though they're below par yeah the final episode is I mean it's like some shit out of a comic book it doesn't even make yeah. any sense none well, which like, we've talked about that well like how I met your mother my, my wife and I I got her into the show and anytime it was on I was watching it she would watch it and we really enjoyed it and uh, the last season like I said as Jason Siegel I mean how can you not like the guy he's He's not great in anything he does, but damn, he's likable in everything he does. He's, he's consistent. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> he's never going to do anything that blows you away, but you're like, I'm mean, not like Jason. It's all right. He just seems like that type of guy. Um, Barty, Neil Patrick Harris, who everyone knows is gayer than eight guys blowing nine guys, but you are perfectly willing to accept that he's just a sleazy womanizer. What's that one last guy do? I don't know. I'm not that gay. <laughs> Hell, I can't figure it out. But uh, it's just, like I said, it's every- somebody's got to hold the camera. <laughs> Everything was, like I said, it's a very well done. And we gotten into it and we got emotionally involved and we were all ready for that last season, you know. Ready to, to you know say bye to all the characters we enjoyed, and it got to that last episode, and like I was prepared to be emotionally like empty for a couple of days mm-hmm. after it was over. 
I was actually just irritated for the rest. Of, I was like, you know, as I was so goddamn mad they did that to a show I'd watched that long. Yeah. And uh, so you should start on it because I, I want <laughs> I want you to experience that too. Yeah, we might do that. We got to figure out what we're going to watch. We haven't decided yet. Um, like I said, but we always get involved because uh, that ran for a while. Yeah. So I mean that that's that's a meaty binge you're going to get into. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, we we kind of delayed finishing Friends for a long time, and then we got back into it a couple nights ago, and then we were like, "Well, it's the last season. Let's fucking run it down." And uh, we finished it last night. Hmm. Yeah, it was so weird though, because at the end, it turned out that none of them were real; they were just the figments of an autistic boy's imagination. <laughs> well, well, well. I don't think there's anybody even old enough that listens to this podcast that just got that reference. Nobody. Wait, what? That was a reference? No, yeah. that was a reference. Shit. That's actually how a series ended up one time. None of it was actually real. It was all the imagination of an autistic boy. Quantum Leap? That no. was an amazing show, <laughs> by the way. Yes, it was. Scott Bakula is still out there somewhere I trying to get I still maintain that that was an amazing show that should have had a lot more popularity than am, it did. Am I retarded? <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing that one. Am I, am I black? <laughs> oh, such a good show. Uh, no, uh, Dante's Peak. No, not Dante's Peak. What, was, what the fuck was it? One with Howie Mandel. It was a... Um, Bobby's world. Bobby's world. Yeah. Boy meets world. <laughs> I got confused. Bobby meets yeah, world. Yeah, everybody was Bobby. a figment of the imagination of an autistic Ben Savage. <laughs> oh, Topanga was just his visualization for popsicles. Oh. What the fuck? <laughs> but anyways, Think about it. You'll get it. I, um, fuck, say it elsewhere. I don't know what that is. Well, it, it was a hospital show. Yeah, it was a precursor to uh, like ER. Huh. It was a founding father of the whole Chicago Hope ER shit. But no, uh, spoiler. Sorry, you know, if if you, if haven't, you haven't caught up on the yeah. shit from the eighties yet, too bad. No, the final episode there was a huge snowstorm and the power had gone out and just high drama and all that and it pans out and it turns out the whole goddamn hospital is a hospital inside of a snow globe that an autistic boy looks at every day and people were making a third third person commentary on I wonder what he you know what he imagines when he's looking at it. Wow. Yeah, it was the 80s dude. There was a lot of cocaine. <laughs> wow. So it's weird friends into that exact same way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they zoomed out from the apartment and it was just Phoebe uh, who yeah. was near death with her unborn twin child that uh, <laughs> that was staring at a snowboard. I knew it. <laughs> um, so on that same token. Speaking of which, man, you only got 16 days for her to get pregnant and die. Yeah. <laughs> well... <laughs> You never know. It's a rough job, so I'm just going to do it. Speaking of which, three more podcasts, including this one, until we get to our celebrity death bingo. So, Patrick, if you don't have your list ready, you better get on it. I don't know any celebrities. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think we should probably mention that we just had a Guinness uh, Bullet Bourbon Barrel Aged Stout, and it was so tasty, but apparently it's done a number on good Patrick over here. You know, I'm feeling it. I told you it was a sipper. I'm feeling pretty toasty. Yeah. It's a sultry sipper to slowly subdue your subconscious. And now I'm drinking an 8%er, so. It's going to be a good time. 
Whatever. Um, <laughs> on the same... Here's the attitude. Whatever. For anybody that's listening now, at the 12-minute mark, we just won't let... let every, and we're going to have to cut some of that shit out because some weird things happen um, with, with technical stuff, not us. Uh, technical we, we leave, difficulties. We, we leave all the weird shit with us in there. Um, but we have... Because there was not a podcast due to holiday... Ho- holiday... Due, due to holiday issues... Due to the holiday it, issues. You'll have to forgive me. I'm looking at a snow globe right now imagining this entire <laughs> podcast is happening. Um, but the bonus is Howie Mandel's in his head, so... <laughs> Ooh. He was in that show? I for completely yeah. forgot about that. See, that's where... Yeah, that was like... I want to say that was kind of his big break. Hmm. No, that was Bobby's World. Bobby's World, definitely. Yeah. No, that was where... That was his moneymaker. Yeah, but like I don't think I really don't think anybody really kind of knew him before that one because after that came Little Monsters and all the other shit. Hmm. Huh? Yeah. Anyway, hmm. uh, to let everyone know that there's more to listen to at the end of the podcast uh, because the rest of the shit's not listenable. Uh, we've got two tidbits of the week to make make up for since we did not have one last week. And remember, they are the holiday tidbits. And we also have a weekly good advice. It, it, fuck. It weekly bad good advice. Uh, so stay tuned to that. Um, speaking of hospitals, I want LASIK because that's a good segue. Yeah, yeah. I, I really want done. LASIK. I fucking really want LASIK. I watched my aunt and uncle get it done. You watched them? Yeah. Actually, what I'm going to do if 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 I do get it done is seriously have somebody in there film the procedure. Yeah. Um, they uh, they had a camera going and in the waiting area you could watch it actually be done. Oh, that's cool. It was really neat. I'm gonna have like one of y'all there in there with me Ooh. to to actually film it. Cool. So I can give some good funny Valium induced comedy. It it will be comedy because that Valium is no joke. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just Didn't I really for me. I really won't. Yeah, I'm gonna tell them I'm gonna need more. Yeah. <laughs> And like, I made that joke. I know a guy who did this once. You better give me two. <laughs> I made that joke with my mom, and she didn't get it. But I was like, "Yeah, they're gonna have to give me more volume than that because I know a guy, mm. and volume didn't do shit for him, and we shared the same liver <laughs> that's in like one giant database somewhere in Seattle. So I'm gonna need more." And she's like, "No, volume's mm. scary. You don't need to do that." <laughs> it is scary. That's why I almost didn't take it. Come find out, I could have just not taken it. I loved every time I took Valium. <laughs> Thought it was great. If I have LASIK, there will be. I mean, it's just one of those things. Like you, you can kind of, you can kind of jerk around if you're getting a vasectomy and not do too much damage in all things. But with your eyes, if you mm-hmm. moved a little bit much, mm-hmm. so yeah, there's going to be enough Valium to make sure that I don't care if they stab me with a needle in my fucking throat. Just you know what? Cool, whatever. That's cool. I think they had my my aunt and uncle's heads bolted in or something. Well, you're not really bolted, but they they put a suction cup on your eyeball so that you can't move your eyeball. And then the surgeon is holding your head so you can't do anything. But, I mean, it's it's 10 seconds. And and I've actually sat there and, and kind of stared at an object to make sure I can do it. Like, worst case scenario... If I if I have to, I can sit still, and like if the laser malfunctions, I just don't move. <laughs> but I'll be so high, I won't care. Yeah. I'll wake up blind, and you just keep a steady stream of volume in me, and it won't matter. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Wake up like I put me to sleep or something. <laughs> oh, you're awake for it. I'm just glad I don't have cataracts, cause my mom had cataract surgery. And she wasn't really clear. She's not the type to look at a procedure online. I, however, am. So, whenever she said she had cataract surgery, she said it was laser surgery. 
No, it's not. Cataract surgery is not laser surgery. Let me tell you what they do with cataract surgery. There's there's no laser at all. They make a couple of incisions with like not lasers. And then they put like tubes in the side of your eyes and using ultrasonic vibration break up the lens of your eyeball. Mm. Like like not not like just like burn a section off. They break that whole motherfucker up. And then they suck it out and then put a new fake one in. That's cataract surgery. That would be much worse than LASIK. Yeah, that sounds awful. Yeah. We are living in the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I want LASIK. Interesting. Yeah. I'm so used to you with glasses that I'm still gonna wear glasses. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. I want LASIK because I cannot, like, even sitting right here, number one, my glasses are filthy. I haven't touched them. They just fucking get dirty, and I hate it. Like, there's there's shit all over the place on my glasses. Yeah, I could clean them, but it's annoying. But also because everything is just a solid blur because I have really bad astigmatism. So looking at bright lights like a laptop screen or a light, there's a starburst and a blur. Driving at night's awful. Uh, Playing video games on a fucking 80-inch TV is still too fucking blurry. I still have to like fucking lean forward and tilt my head up to get the perfect angle. Mm. It's just fucking annoying. So uh, with astigmatism, if you look at a red dot on a gun, the fucking thing is blurry. So all those reasons combined is why I want to have LASIK. So you have to do like Drew Carey and get non-prescription lenses. I am. You're not going to look right without. I I am. I've already decided that if I get LASIK, I'm going to have fake glasses. Mm But I, it also, where, being able to just go to the store and buy any pair of sunglasses and not spend 500 fucking dollars on a pair of prescription sunglasses, Ooh, yeah. that's a big thing for me, too. So. Wow. Huh. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's $5,000 from now. That'll happen. I, I've always said better than perfect vision, so I don't, I have no clue what that's like. Yeah, and I fucking hate you for it. I used to. Why don't you get something? Because, like, I can tell my vision has gotten worse, but it has not gotten bad. Mm-hmm. It's just not as crisp as it once was. I've had glasses since second grade. I've tried to wear contacts. Do not do well with me. Um, <laughs> I, I went to the eye doctor quite a few number of years ago. Yeah, let's kill that. That's that's good. Yeah. I feel good. I bet. Um, quite a few number of years ago, I went to Belgian the eye doctor. inspired. Yeah. I think they're just doing that, like I said in that review. I think they're just doing that because um, it's they, not, they don't. It's not made over there. Um, but that other one with the extra fucking herbs, and seasonings, and KFC—that's uh, that's something else. Um, but yeah, I, I I tried to get contacts a few years ago, and I didn't have an issue with touching my eyeball. I didn't have any problem at all. But I got home, and they were not my prescription. But he told me to wear them for a week. Well, here's the thing, Doc. I got to fucking drive. So I get home. They're not as strong as they need to be. I'm just trialing these things out until I get my real glasses. He said, don't take them out the whole week. Come back in a week. You'll get your glasses. And it'll let you know if, if you're a good candidate for contacts. I can't fucking see. I'm lucky I made it home without killing me or anybody else. I get home and I take those fucking things out because I can't see. On the, the, for, on the day of the appointment, I put them back. tried to put them back in. I could not get the contact to unstick from my finger. And I, I, I stood in my bathroom for an hour with one hand prying my eyelids apart, the other just sticking this fucking thing to my eyeball. It would not come off. Finally, I gave up. That sounds horrible. Yeah. Ugh. 
And astigmatism contact lenses are more rigid because astigmatism is where your actual cornea is misshapen in a certain way. And astigmatism contacts reshapes it. So I felt it. And I didn't like I didn't like feeling the contact there. No, thank you. <laughs> nope, man, well, some of us are not fortunate enough to not have to fucking wear glasses, so fuck you both, by the way. <laughs> hmm. So you want LASIK and I want a truck. Well, let's trade. Go get LASIK and I'll give you my truck. No, I found a truck that I, I like I naturally really like. Which one? It is a 2017 Dodge Ram Sport. They're nice. Sublime green. Mm. I love it. Mm. And this is this is the part where it's I, I would get green in a sports car, but probably not. This truck. is the part where it's great. We're on a podcast. Nobody can see this because I actually have a picture of the actual truck. <laughs> big it, visual podcast. Oh yeah, we big got here. visual podcast. I knew what you were talking about. Yeah, I mean, it's beautiful. Very green. But oh, it, um, is, it is. Yes, it is green. That from a mile away, you go, goddamn, that's a green truck. <laughs> Yeah, I'd get that in the Camaro, but probably not a truck. Oh, I sure as hell would. Well, you should go get it. Yeah, okay, cool. Can I borrow $38,000 from anybody? If you're paying $38,000 for a 2017 Dodge Ram, you're making a mistake. Because <laughs> you can get a brand new one in that color for that. <laughs> well, Less than that. That is the asking price on that thing. Yeah, well, pass on that. Unfortunately, Just a little tidbit of, of advice. That's that's Dylan's good advice for the week. Don't pay $38,000 for 2013 Ram. Well, the thing 2017 is, Ram. The thing is, it's got, a, it's got a bunch of shit on there that I wouldn't want, but it's already on there. Yeah, but if, if they did that aftermarket, then that's that doesn't add to the value. That's like, it's just a bunch of shit that if I were looking for a new one, I'd be like, I don't want that. I don't want that. Yeah. Mm. Like blackout rooms. Mm. Why? Why? I don't need that. <laughs> I like I like grayed grayed out rims yeah, sometimes. Okay. Yeah, it's got the blackout rims on it. Yeah. I'm like, no, I can we just swap these in the parking lot and then I'll buy it without those? I turned a vehicle down when I was so serious about looking for new vehicles because it had some ungodly aftermarket it was a brand new truck, but they took the sticker like the the rims that are on the sticker. They took those off and put, like, 26-inch rims on this fucking thing. Oh, God. Yeah, you were literally riding on rubber bands. And I was like, look, I like the truck and I like the price, but I don't want to pay an extra five grand for these rims. How about you put the factory ones back on? They were like, well, we can't do that. It's on the Moroni sticker now. I was like, okay, well, how about you print a new Moroni sticker because I'm not going to pay that for those rims. That fucking truck's still sitting at that car lot. Because don't be fucking retarded. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Autistic. <laughs> wow. Is that any better? Oh. Yeah. I should get a vehicle eventually. You should. They're fun. Yeah. You were looking at a Jeep at one point. I was. Yeah. Yep. Wrangler? Yeah. I like those. Nice big salt life sticker on the back. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I've, I, I would only have a Wrangler as a toy. Uh, and I'm not influencing y'all in one way or either way, however, uh, words and, and alcohol. I don't think um, I'd want a Wrangler as a daily driver. Yeah. They're not comfortable. No. They're, I, I, I've driven one. Every time they change them, I drive it because I like them so much. Yeah. But I could not imagine driving a Jeep Wrangler for 100 miles, or 200 miles, <laughs> 300 miles. 
on a road trip. Actually, you know what? I I probably might get a Wrangler as a daily driver just because of the fact that I don't live too far from either of my jobs. Yeah. So it's not going to be a huge trip. Even if I drove there and then turned around and came right back, it's yeah. still 28 minutes. So. Yeah, and if I got one, it would have to be a five-speed. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. I looked into getting a Wrangler. Or whenever I was looking, I was trying to be serious and open-minded to all of them. I, I love GM vehicles, but if you can get me a good vehicle, a different brand, I love the Rams. The new Rams with the sport package, I loved them. I love the interior, not the big fucking gaudy 12-inch screen, but the smaller 8-inch screen. I loved those. It didn't have the engine I want. But I, I was like, well, you know what? While I'm open up to, to Ford and, and Dodge for all other purposes, uh, let me also look at Jeep. So I got on the website and tried to build it. They don't have V8s. Uh-huh. Even, in, even in the fucking trucks. Like huh. the, the, I can't remember what they're called. Gladiator? The, 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 yeah, the Jeep Gladiator, which is a Wrangler with a bed. They yeah. don't have a V8. There's still a small V6 engine. <laughs> and in the commercials forum, they show them pulling this big aluminum, like, 60s model camper. And I look at that, and I'm like, you're way over payload, motherfucker. There's no, <laughs> no way you're doing that. You may be downhill. You're not stopping. <laughs> Yeah, that that one that uh, I stopped to look at. I still think they're fucking ugly. Too, has the trucks. Five point seven liter Hemi in there. I'm like, I don't need that. That's the only one you can get. I know. You can get the Pentastar, which well, is a piece of shit. My thing though is, is I. That's one thing I miss having a truck. Got to miss having a truck. But I have come to really love the miles per gallon I get right eh, now. That's twenty bucks. <laughs> twenty bucks. <laughs> twenty bucks is twenty bucks. No, and that that was the big kicker with the Ram for me when I was One looking at it. eighth of my paycheck. <laughs> when, when I was looking at the Rams, they've only got the 5.7 Hemi that they have literally not changed except for adding an electric like, torque, whatever the fuck they call it on it. Um, they haven't changed the 5.7 Hemi in a decade. And I'm looking for more. I'm looking for that 6.2. I'm looking for the fucking power wagon has a 6.4. Put that in the Ram. If they, if I could get a 6.4 in the Ram, I would have bought it that day. Because you like getting gas three times a week. <laughs> uh, well, a highway is not that bad. I do a lot of highway driving. <laughs> but yeah, you can't. You can. In the, in the, for whatever reason, in the Jeep Grand Cherokee. You can get a 3.6, you can get the 5.7, you can get the 6.4, and then they got the fucking Hellcat version that gets 800 horsepower supercharged. Why don't you do the same shit for the truck that uses it? Or even the, the, the Wrangler. How about you do something like that? Open up the engine options for the other things. With the Rams, you can only get the small V6. You, now you can get the Eco Diesel. Uh, it's not the Eco Diesel, the Eco Diesel, because that's the, the GM, but you can get the Diesel. Maybe it is equal. I don't fucking know. You can get a diesel, and now you can get the 5.7, and then a little e-torque 5.7. But yeah, I mean, just open up some more options. Don't make it so hard. Hmm. It's it's annoying because I go to a car lot and I talk to the the salesman about vehicles, and they're like, "Oh, well, I think we can get such and such something I've asked for." No, you can't. Why do I know more about these than you do? <laughs> Got off on a little tangent there. Indeed you did. I think we all did. This uh, triple. <clears throat> yeah. With the lemon zest and shit. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's got too much going on. Yeah. 
This here's my brand new Belgian triple with 12 herbs and spices. <laughs> yeah, basically. Easy, Colonel. It's finger looking good. I don't know what spices they went for, but not the good ones. It's kind of meh. Salt, pepper, oregano, paprika. Oh, wait, no. Wrong one. Sorry. <laughs> Garlic. I would always believe that. It's Thanks, like coriander. Thanksgiving Day, my wife and I were driving down the road, and um, we see deer on, on one side of the road, and then we see a field full of turkey, and then we see some more deer, and we see just all these animals. And just being kind of funny, I said... I don't know because her dad and, and, and her hunt, uh, she hasn't hunted in a while, but her dad still hunts fucking religiously. Just just being funny, I said, I don't know why y'all get up at 3 a.m. to go hunting. I could get up at 3 in the afternoon and for 30 minutes I could go get the whole Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner. She said, it doesn't work that way. My reply was, yes, it does. Exactly. I can go get it all from this field right here. There might be turnip greens I can make a salad with over here. You don't know. And it was, I just I wrote that down to talk about because it, it was annoying. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you can, you, yeah. you fucking can. That's yeah. exactly how that works. Pretty much. Say, it's if I were to want to take up hunting, where I live on any given day at about eleven in the morning, I could walk out with a ball peen hammer and get to. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, there's people walk like, out with a rock and a ball peen hammer and eat for weeks. Meanwhile, there's people like dressing up like trees, wearing like odor blocking, dirt scented like car fresheners. They get up at two a.m. to go walk with a flashlight and sit in a tree for like literally with a goddamn slingshot on a Thursday. I can get two <laughs> every morning, and I have a black truck, so it's it's maybe maybe it's different for me. I'm pretty sure though, if I had like a hunting vest orange truck. I could probably drive down the road and still almost hit that family of fucking deer I almost hit every morning. I have a white car and I got one. <laughs> Going 45 miles per hour, I got one. With the horn a-blowing. You know, I thought about... I didn't have time to blow. I didn't have time to break. That motherfucker found me. <laughs> I thought about picking I thought up it was hunting. a religious experiment. He just went toward the light. And the only reason I'd pick up hunting would be to help thin out... Yeah. The the deer because they are fucking assholes i i've never wanted to hunt but after the most recent encounter that i had with deer i almost started mm -hmm. like the very it, it's really funny like i've never wanted to hunt never had any the only thing i've ever killed with a gun was a bird and the reason that I don't like to hunt is because I remember how it made me feel. I shot a bird with a BB gun. Oh, yeah. And the bird hit the ground, still alive, bleeding profusely as much as a bird on the ground can bleed. I saw it, and I felt so bad. Like, I started to cry, and I overpumped the BB gun, shot it in the head, and went in the house. Never shot any living creature with a BB gun ever again. Yeah. I still feel the same way. The first time I hit a deer, it fucking kamikazed me off of a hill, landed in front of the truck, I, I ran it over, but it was still alive in the road. I felt so bad. I was like, okay, maybe I should back up and hit it again because it's trying to get up and it's obviously maimed beyond all bodily function. So I was like, maybe I should run it over again. I didn't. I pulled over in the field and waited for the cops to get there. Cops got there. We walked back to go see the deer. It had got up and left. Yeah, it was looking at a snow globe about a hospital show because <laughs> I ran over its fucking head. But 
um, as, as mentally handicapped as it became after that day, it, it survived. It got up and left. Oh, yeah. The next encounter I had with a deer, similar situation. I felt bad about it. The next encounter I had with a deer, it ran through some trees straight into the side of my wife's car. Damn near into the window with me, but it hit the door somehow. It was at that moment I was like, you know, if some people don't start thinning these fucking things out, it's about time for me to. Yeah. Because it's starting to get a little old. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. no, And, and I, as much as I don't like to hunt, I have no problem with anybody else hunting. It's not a, a moral thing. Things need to be thinned out. It needs to happen. People need to go hunt. Uh, I have no issue with it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's not some like deep-rooted cause with me. I just don't like to do it because it makes me feel like shit. But you do it? Great. I'll even look at pictures of it. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. But... Um, yeah, I, and and I'm I'm still like kind of on the fence. I'm like, uh, her dad and her uncle go, my wife's dad and uncle go to Texas and they shoot uh, wild hogs, oh, and uh, and I've like I've honestly thought about saying, well, let's fucking go. I like it. Kind of sounds mm-hmm. fun for me to take my AR down there and start shooting hogs. Oh yeah, they are be good for it. Yeah. I see I see uh, clips sometimes of people in helicopters shooting at the wild pigs running around. I'm like, fucking hey, let's yeah. go Rambo this shit. <laughs> there's there's a shit ton of, of deer. There's a shit ton of wild hogs. Um, and really, honestly, the only thing keeping them from being an infestation is hunting. And yeah, I, honestly, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I think go for it more. Go for it and you know, yeah, you gotta get your license and all that shit. Yeah, do it legal. Yeah, do it legal. Um, but kill those fuckers because there's a lot of them, and they will fuck up your car, and they don't have insurance. Yeah, yeah, they're at fault, but those fuckers are riding illegal. Mm-hmm. One thing I don't guess I understand so much is how duck hunters hunt. Like they go out into a freezing lake, which is cool. They got the blind and everything, but like they got shotguns. And they're shooting all the ducks with the fake ducks and duck calls. And I guess that's one of the things. Like, you're not eating those. Mm-hmm. Like, like what do you do with the ducks? I, got, you, duck. you, I know you can. But let's be honest. They're shooting these things with shotguns. <laughs> they're not eating these ducks. What are they doing with gonna these things? You're going to have to pick out a lot of yeah. beans. We're going to have to look under the tables and find Curtis. He can answer this question. <laughs> yeah, Hunter. Let's, start. let's go out back. Let's look under the lid of the trash can. The small trash can, not the big trash can. Go find that fern he hides behind. (laughs) No, he's a a hunter. He can answer this one. It's really funny. In fact, he's probably listening to this podcast right now, yelling at a speaker what he does with them. He needs to come out next week and explain what he does. Yeah. And they might eat them. I don't know. I mean, I know you can eat I know you do eat deer when you hunt them. And and deer's fucking delicious, by the way. I've never been into it. I like deer a lot. Uh, Best pot roast I ever ate was a deer roast. It's fucking amazing. Best ham I ever had like for Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever was a wild pig ham that they brought back from Texas that was amazing. Um, I mean, like I said, I know you can eat duck, but I know it's not good, and I know that... Well, I don't like duck. It's only good if you stuff a chicken in it and then put the whole thing in a turkey. Yeah, that's that's basically what makes duck good. Duck is too fatty and too, like... Yogurt-y for me. I don't. I don't like. Yeah, I don't like. Ooh, there's a good. I don't. Yeah. I don't like duck. Um, duck just doesn't taste good. And I know that a lot of the like. If I fucking eat sushi, 
that these other people that are hunting these ducks don't want to eat, they're not going to be eating these ducks. Like that's that's <laughs> that's my analogy for that. It's really funny. Little side note here: uh, the owner of the company that I work for sent an email out early Tuesday morning, and he said, "I'm going to be a little late to work today. My family is starving, and I must go shoot some ducks." <laughs> I just thought that was fucking hilarious. You're sitting on top of over a million dollars. You gotta go get that duck. Family starving. Gotta go shoot some ducks. Yeah. I thought that was that's funny. Pretty, that's a good reason. Yeah. Good. Uh, good little company email. Um. But yeah, we need we need to we need to we need to follow up on that. Topic. Speaking of company email, oh, I I for the last two weeks have been contemplating how much trouble I would get in if I set my defaults company email picture to Squirrely Dan from Letterkenny. <laughs> like, I already have it saved on my computer at work. And I've been just... Pay attention carefully, listeners. That close. That A couple close. of times. That's, I, very, that's, that's very close. I'm just, Take it from me. I've been an inch away from just approving that as my new... More of uh, a half company. an inch. That's very close. Yeah. That close to uh, proving it as my company email picture. And the thing is, I thought, you know what? Before winter's over, I should grow my beard out and just see who thinks that's actually a picture of me. Hey, look, Dallas. I know <laughs> this isn't live, but Dallas, first quarter, we're up 7 nothing. Imagine that. Because we always come out strong. <laughs> well, well, speaking of coming out strong, let's go ahead and look at this. Oh, 10-3. 10-3. Raiders in the lead, and it's still first quarter. Rams got the ball, minute 47 left. Chicago lost. Yes. It's the Packers. There's nothing wrong with losing the Packers. The Packers at Lambeau, by the way. Yeah. There's nobody going to beat the Packers when it's fucking snowing and shit. Yeah. It's six Uh, degrees below, you know, Frosty's asshole and playing (laughs) at an open arena. Seahawks beat the Panthers. There's a shocker. Yeah. Um. So I got a downer. Oh boy. Yeah, I got a big downer. Let me go ahead and go to my notes. Ready to type this up. Yeah, big downer. Okay. okay. I uh <laughs> side effect of your vasectomy didn't work. Yeah. Here's a downer. <laughs> Surprise. So <laughs> <laughs> No, um I don't know. I have this weird thing where I am adverse to change. I, I, I understand that change does occur. Uh-huh. I understand that things always move forward. But um, I don't know. There, there's so many situations where I don't want things to change. And one of the great examples of this is places I used to hang out or places that I used to frequent as a business. A little bit of doxing here. But uh, this past weekend, I went down to uh, Jackson mm-hmm. where I, I lived for a little while. It's where I went to college. Had have just a half of a full uh, book chalked with uh, good memories and some pretty good stories. You know, you heard the dip spit story on this podcast. Yeah. That happened there. <laughs> but uh, I went down there to do a little Christmas shopping. And uh, when I got done with it, because of the fact that no one in Jackson, Tennessee knows how to drive. No. No one. No one. No. And to make things better, the main vein of Jackson, which is the 45 bypass, is almost completely under road construction right now. Which you take in 3,000 people who never took a driver's test to get behind these the wheels of these vehicles are now on this in a 
eight and a half mile stretch of construction. It sucked. Yeah. Yeah. So I get down there, I do my Christmas shopping, I actually find the things I'm looking for. And I think, you know what? I'm going to have a drink before I go back through this damn town. And I thought to myself, because I was there by myself, my wife wasn't with me, didn't have my son with me. I'm like, man, I'm going to go and hit up one of my old haunts. Should have invited us. What the fuck? <laughs> I honestly thought about it, but I didn't. I'm not worried. My wife doesn't listen to this podcast, so I'm not going to give away Christmas present here. I didn't think you wanted to go to an adult shop with me. I'd have got something, too. Yeah. Would have got me a big-ass dildo. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you know, just because of the fact that when I'm in there, i got a nose around everything. Oh, yeah. I can't just go in and get oh, you got yeah. you got to walk past the yeah. gay stuff oh, and everything. Yeah. I smell because. everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's just smelling rubs, smelling rubs. Get up to did, it. Did you guys <sighs> know that a fleshlight is a hundred fucking dollars? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's A hundred bucks for that. Do yourself a favor and don't actually finish in it because then you'll have to get another one. But Well, you got to clean it really well. Yeah, but they deteriorate, so just don't even do that. But uh, it's like I was like because they got those like you know in like individual porn star molds now, and I thought that must be why they're so expensive. Down there on the bottom shelf was the originals. Nope, still hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Really, a hundred bucks for something that I'm just gonna solo fuck and then have to clean my own cum out of? No. Yeah, it's supposed to be good though. You, man, you can get a stroker for like twenty bucks. Oh yeah. That seems like a way better deal. You can get you can get a lot cheaper. Yeah. You know what? Y'all keep talking about pocket pussies. I'm going to go pee pee. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's got to get up and go to a bathroom now. <laughs> oh, no, it took me at least twice as long to finish that. So, so I was considering that was that was really the only reason I didn't ask if you guys wanted to go along. So like I know where I'm going. Oh yeah, because we care about that. <laughs> <laughs> so you might judge me on my purchase. That's what I was worried about. No, I was uh, a couple weeks ago. I was thinking about buying buying a flashlight or something. And just uh, not for a hundred bucks. I, I just, know it's so expensive. Listen, get yourself a stroker sleeve. They're like twenty to thirty five. The whole yeah. range of them. I'm like, and that one, you know, it's open ended. There's no like cleaning out that back corner of <laughs> right. No, because with the flashlights, you you have to like you have to work them inside out and everything. Mm. Clean them, and then you have to hang dry them. Okay, so imagine having to hang dry an <laughs> inverted vagina. Oh, you can get mouths and butts too. Let's not limit the market. Oh, true, true. Yeah, yeah. You can get true. mouths and butts. Uh, Still a hundred bucks. Still a hundred bucks. Which that's absolute horseshit. Because if you're ever actually out on the late night market, it ain't the same price. <laughs> and so I've read. So I've read. <laughs> so yeah which that's just, uh that's just crazy to me which porn star would you go for oh you know what I, I don't even think it would matter to me because unless I'm looking at the box I mean I don't exactly. know I don't have it memorized yeah. I mean I would probably uh, I know for in fact, sure my whole thing is like like unless you were just deep into it once you throw the box away or even if you're buying it how do you know that's actually that mold how do you know yeah. it's not like Tammy from the you know QA <laughs> department. And she was just like, "Look, we'll give you a thousand dollar bonus this year. Can we make a mold and say it belongs to like Alexis Texas?" Well, depending on the porn star, I've seen it a lot of times. Uh, there's there's really <laughs> only like eight varieties anyway, so it's like I, I definitely know I definitely know what uh oh fuck what's her name yeah. shit yeah I know what Riley Reed's uh, pussy looks like, and I know what uh. 
fuck? What is her name? I, I, do, I don't know. Uh, See, that's what I'm saying. Is like, regardless who it is, there's only eight varieties. That's oh, it. yeah, yeah. And, and then it's just, to me, it's still not, not worth 100 bucks. If you're just that gung-ho about it, okay. No. I'm sure there's somebody who has like an assortment of pocket pussies who's like, there's no way I'd spend $40 on Y'all are talking and it's just not recording because y'all didn't hit the button. What button? Oh, no, it's still recording. My oh, bad. That's good. Uh, Screen. Uh, sorry, our button guy had to go piss. <laughs> Anyways, that's that's a whole side story. So I, I was done there. I was like, By the what? way, that's one of those gifts you don't want to put the wrong name on under the Christmas tree. <laughs> that one ain't going under the Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I need as a six-year-old to find out what I bought my wife. <laughs> no, that ain't even going under the Christmas tree. Her tame gift is going under the Christmas tree. Let's fire up a two-minute review while we're doing that. Uh, you go ahead and get it ready. The Brewery Tarot Fruit, Fruit Punch. Okay. Um, so, I get done with all that, and I'm like, you know oh, what, man? I'm going to go have a drink because I'm here. I'm by myself. Still upset. I wasn't invited. I can do it. Next time I go to a pervert store, I'll make sure to do a group message and be like, hey, you want to roll into a uh, dildo shop with two other dudes tonight? That's all I ask. <laughs> That's how you find the other swingers. <laughs> Those little black and white pamphlets they have at the front. I'm going to throw this out here right now. And I love both of you like brothers. <laughs> but whoever looks at this trio and thinks, oh, we're fucking tonight. I don't want to fuck them. <laughs> just, I'm just saying. Same topic. Am I the only person in the world that has no desire to fuck any porn star? No. Like I can't name one porn star I would want to do. I can think of a few I'd like to do. I would. I can't think of a single one I want to have relations with. I, I yeah, I can see both sides of it. I think I lean heavier on the other side of like, no, I don't. I don't think I'd want to do that. But uh, I can see the other side of the argument of I would like to do that, and they're generally the ones I've only seen them in one video. <laughs> I don't know your after, name, but you're pretty. Yeah. After about the thirtieth video, no, I don't want to do yeah. that. No, I just I got no desire for that. And it's not even like a oh you know a well worn road. It's just the fact that like I know what I can do, and <laughs> ain't nothing I'm gonna do for it. Oh, I'm gonna like, disappoint the shit yes. out of you. Like, I just watched you for 26 minutes, man. That's 10 times longer than what I've been offered. For the record, that's about two minutes. <laughs> In I case you're back man, And I'm trying to sound like a man right now. <laughs> two minutes, give or take, you know, a minute 57. So. I mean, it has nothing to do with, like, how much they've been, quote, used. I just, I got no... Like, look, I saw a video of you with Big Dick Johnson yeah. over there. Ain't nothing I can offer you right now. <laughs> Nothing. Like we could have sex, but I'm gonna be honest. That's only for me. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna get nothing yeah. out of this right now. Um, so I finished. I finished at the porn shop, and I thought, man, I'm gonna go have myself a drink. And I was like, oh, I know exactly where I want to go because I had not been there in years. Had not been there. Yeah, sure. You, you, you can pour them up. Go ahead. So uh, probably need something as an upper after this anyway. So, I was like, you know what? I'm going to head to a place. So fucking good, by the way. I'm going to head to a place down in Jackson, Tennessee called the Downtown Tavern. I love that place. Up to and including the fact that the night I proposed to my wife, I snuck down into town without her knowing. She was out with some of her friends. She didn't know I was going to be there that night. The whole thing was supposed to be a surprise. And... 
to kind of take the edge off the night, settle my nerves, and kill some time, I was in the downtown tavern before I went to go meet up with him. Uh, like I remember getting hit on by a very questionable old bitch while I was in there. <laughs> Wedding ring in the pocket of my jacket. And I'm like, ah, no, no thanks. <laughs> uh, I'm, no, I think, no, no. Okay, you're a very nice lady. I'm going to go over here now. <laughs> I wish that was a joke. That happened. And I hope she's doing well. Um, I never wish got, you the best, Gladys. Never even got her name. But uh, I'm sure she found a, a fantastic fellow in that place. So... I gleefully made my way back across town. Yes, I I was so excited to go back. Because I was like, man, I wonder if it looks the same as it did. Because it's legitimately been 10 years since I was in there. Still know exactly how to get there, though. So I'm, I'm making my way through there. I am... Outright excited. Now they, pro- I know they probably don't have a craft menu. They're probably not going to have taps. I'm probably going to drink a Miller Light, if nothing else, for the nostalgia of being in there and drinking Miller Night, Miller Miller Light. Jesus, there were so many letters in the wrong places yeah. in that. <laughs> I, for the nostalgia of being there and drinking a Miller Light in the same place, and I was gonna, I was gonna kick up some good memories like I have all across that city. Hope you run into Gladys again. May, she's probably still there, you know. <laughs> Probably worse for the wear even now. So I get there and I'm on the block and I'm cutting across and I get up there. Closed. Oh. Closed. Four rent signs in the windows. Not just them. The business on the right, closed for rent. Bus- oh. Business on the left, closed for, hmm. for rent. The whole block is empty. And I don't even know why, but I actually, I pulled up in a parking spot, got out of my car, and went up to the door. I knew it was closed, but I still got out and went up to the door. Just to look through the door and just to see it completely empty inside. Hmm. And like two hours ago when I started this story, like I said, I I know things change. Businesses come and go. Cities grow and they evolve. Uh, They move into shopping centers. They move out of shopping centers into like artisanal neighborhoods. I know it all changes, but it was gone. Yeah. And taking the same route I used to take to it and pulling up, you know, on the same street that I used to drive up to it to, within probably 12 parking spots of the same parking spot I used to, you know, used to get. And it's just empty and dark. And the whole block is just quiet and still. And I, it just, it really bothered me. Yeah. I've got the perfect analogy for this because at work, whenever I make a software change, people will fight it so much. Mm. Change is bad forever. It's even bad for me. And I mean, I'm in the industry that changes. Nothing with IT stays the same. But change always comes. It is inevitable. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, like I said, that's just like I said. I don't know. And it still bothers me right now, even up to the recording of this one. It's just the fact, like that whole block could have been demolished. Yeah. And like, like I don't know, like a brand new like RNC headquarters put up next door to it. If that place would have still been open. I'd have been okay with it. But it's the fact that that place that I was personally connected to being closed and just seeing it quiet and empty, man, it bugged me. Yeah. And so it's like, I got to think about it. I was like, you know what? I'll go somewhere else. And I started to go over to Hub City 
Hub City Brewing, Jackson, Tennessee. Make some really good beers. Big Talking Brown. I'll shout it out. Damn good brown ale. They are good. So I was like, no, I was like, no, no. I need something to tie me back to this place tonight. So I decided I was going to head over to a place called The Tap, where I've been to a couple of times. And before I went there, I was like, I just, I don't know why. I was like, I've got to go see a couple of things first. And so one of my detours on my way over to the bar I was headed to was my tattoo parlor. The place where I have most of the ink in my skin. I got it all in the same place. Closed. Hmm. Damn. The whole strip that it was a part of, with the exception of three of the office fronts, closed, available for rent. That's interesting, because uh, we were talking the other day. The shooting range that we used to go to in Jackson is fucking closed. Yeah. Yep. There's a lot. Maybe, I mean, Jackson's kind of questionable nowadays anyway, but I wonder. Makes you wonder. It makes you fucking wonder. So, yeah, I mean, just those back-to-back, downtown tavern, being closed and empty and I drive across thinking oh you know nothing else I'm, I'm just going to go see a closed you know closed sign in the window of it nope empty storefront where my tattoo parlor was hmm. closed maybe they just moved maybe and if they did it, it's no longer in Jackson I, uh, by the time I got home that night I, I looked it up and no uh, come to find out downtown tavern closed July of this year yeah uh, huh. uh, Skinovations the parlor I went to they uh, they had no additional information. Just said business closed permanently. Wham! So that's uh, about when the range closed too. Something happened. Something like city council or something. Anyway. Yeah, city council. Something probably. happened. So I left there and uh, I, I wound up going down to the tap where I'd been yeah. a bunch of. Time. I remember going there the the month they opened. Uh, honestly, one of the first places that ever said, "Hey, you, you guys could come in here and film here." Mm-hmm. Uh, back when wherever we were really just budding out. We need to so, go do that. So yeah. By the way, hey, you remember us from like, you know, forever ago? We're bigger now. Uh, <laughs> we've done some more stuff. Yeah. So uh, I went in there, and uh, I man, God, I was just—I don't know where my head was at. Like, I wasn't really sad, but at the same time, man, it's just uh, the whole events of the evening were just crashed out on me. Yeah. So uh, I went in there, and much to much to the credit of the place, they actually had a pretty good selection. And uh, went up there, <laughs> big talking brown, Hub City, first order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got it. It, it was pretty good. Us in there, I was, I was sipping upon it. And uh, I, I really like their beer. We've we've got to get down there and see those guys. On a related note, try to bring this up a notch. Not not much of a notch, but a little bit of a notch. How much do you guys network for the three guys whenever we're out and about? Because that's literally all I fucking do. If it's beer related, even if it's a negative beer <laughs> situation like most recently happened to me, um, how much do you guys say, hey, well, by the way, we got a beer thing? I uh, left two cards at that place last night. Last night? Yeah. Where'd you go? Jackson. I thought that was last week. No, that was last night. You said last week. He said last week earlier, right? Uh, I have no idea. I God said, damn it, Patrick. Sober up and help me. <laughs> I said this past weekend because this won't be going up until Monday. So, it, This past... I. This past weekend, though, for us is last weekend. God damn it. I speak for them. No. God damn it. Okay, so yesterday. Yesterday. You should have said that. Well, now I understand. Now I'm more mad that I didn't get to go because I just sat here and slept all goddamn night. So... Uh, yeah. But uh, no, 
I was down there and uh, had myself big talking brown. And then they had another brown ale up on the wall. And I was like, oh, man, I got to try that one. And they brought it to me. And I'm not sure if I should put this place on blast or not. Blast them. That's, what, that's our thing. <laughs> because I'm not sure if it was their fault. <laughs> I had never had their brown ale before. And seeing it on tap, I was super excited. It is an English-inspired uh, brown style ale. All right, we're gonna do it. Yeah, English-inspired brown yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, what makes a brown a style? Like, like brown style. Well, when 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 you add that word to something, that means it's kind of like that. <laughs> it was kind of like one, yeah. So here... Okay, so was it yellow? It was brown. So that's not a brown... I'm, I, I, I need to know. Go ahead. So, now I only told you the downer story because I want you to know where I was at this moment. I, I got into a place at least I was familiar with. Had that whole story behind me. I already saw the two places I was super connected with closed. Yeah. I'm bumming out. I go to a place. At least I know this place. It's still there. It still looks pretty similar to what it used to. So I order up a brown ale. And it's a really good brown ale. And I'm trying to bring myself back up. And there's a brand new brown ale I never had. I'm like, okay, let's do that one. And dude hands it to me. Now keep in mind, the, the Big Talking Brown by Hub City was great. Tasted just like the last one I'd had before. It, it's good. There was nothing off about it. I've had it. It's good, yeah. This one was good. Mm -hmm. And you're going to understand why I'm saying this in here just, just a second. So <laughs> he pours it, he hands it to me. And of course, you know, I take in the aroma. <clears throat> it's light. It's got uh, just a little bit of that, you know, uh, grainy essence to it that a brown should kind of have as a smell. And I take the sip and it's... It tastes like an English brown. One of those pub-style browns that you're supposed to be able to drink 30 of. Mm -hmm. And it's got no smoke. It's got no nuttiness. With a hint of vinegar. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Is, ooh, right. This thing screamed of infection. Mm. Acetobacter, you my, done done it wrong. My literal first thought was, Christ, they need to clean their lines. <laughs> but no, the hub city was fine. There was nothing off about that Hub City. And so I was like, all right, I already paid for it. I'm going to drink this. I had to fight that thing down. Hmm. And the closer I got to the bottom, as it warmed up a little bit, the more astringent and that harsh, tangy vinegar flavor was in the background. Hmm. I don't. Uh, that's why I said I don't know if I should put them on blast or not because I want to give it one more try somewhere else. Maybe it was that line, or maybe they can't make a fucking brown. Mm. I don't think it's that. I, I, it's something that I've noticed a lot of breweries have issues with is getting rid of a beer that they know is bad, whether that's financial reasons or whether that's just a personal attachment to it. And I get it i've got a cider that i've had in there that i put 20 bucks in that i still haven't dumped no one's ever going to drink it it's never going to be it's going down the drain one day mm. but it's been sitting there for months because i just i don't want to say goodbye oh no if i made a brown like that like under the cover of darkness i'd pour it in a ditch i wouldn't want yeah. anybody to know it was made well i mean if i was doing it like professionally i, I would i would pull the trigger and I'd get rid of it but I mean far too many breweries make a beer that that is bad 
and then let it go to sale. Man, I, I and that's something that I've noticed a lot of places do that. Whether, well, like I said, whether it's for personal attachment or financial reasons, because it costs a lot to dump a beer. I'm mm-hmm. not, I mean, it's not a twenty dollars cider. Loss. Yeah. So I mean, I, I understand, but if you're going to do it professionally, you've got to be ready to do it. And I've just, I, this is something I've personally noticed is that a lot of, of professional brewers do that. They, they don't want to get rid of a beer. They don't want to admit that it's wrong. Maybe it's, maybe it's being uh, arrogant. Maybe, maybe it's them saying, no, this is, there's nothing wrong with this. You're just not good at beer. Well, you know what? Kind of am. And, <laughs> and I've had way too many places, and I, I'm never an asshole about it, but I've, I've gone into a place and I've ordered a beer, and I try to give somebody constructive concern. Con- yeah, can consumerism? No, no. You meant to say criticism. I did. I meant to say. I'm that, trying to come but, up with con- no. convolutedness. No, no, just criticism. But um, I added a con to convulsion. It. Yeah, that'll work. Okay. Uh, but I, I try to give constructive criticism. Man. I think I just contracted the word. I think that's what you I contracted did. the constructive. Yeah. Um, but I, I try to give them criticism, uh, but in like a good way, a good, nice, friendly way. Um, to say, well, you know what, something something happened here, and then this is either not the style. But like I said, I'm only like that if it's a really bad beer. It makes me sound like an asshole, and I don't I don't do that unless there's something like vinegar, yes. unless there's something uh, like the last time I did that was fucking years ago. But I was like, I, I bought it was a, it was a light pilsner, and I didn't know that they had the ability at this place to do an actual lager. And I asked, "Hey, you guys got the stuff to do loggers now?" And they got so mad at me because I was—I was just—I was friendly, and I was like, "Y'all can do loggers now. Y'all can keep that that stuff at temp now." And they got so mad that I would question their process. Well, don't do that because that's—I haven't been back since. Actually, uh, I wasn't hateful about it. I just—I just asked. Anyway, um, the brewery Tarot fruit. Yes. Um, it's a sour. Patrick, what'd you think about it? Yours is gone. It's great. It's amazing. It's good. <laughs> Very tart. <clears throat> it is. Very fruity. Ooh. Oh, shit. Sorry, I, fi- I forgot the cap on that one. Oh, my bad. Um, no, I-, I did. I finished it. I was done after that. And you guys know, it's not... It's not a huge trip back here from Jackson. Mm. But it's... You got time to sit and think. Like, it's... Yeah. You still got time. I mean, from Jackson, Tennessee to Hope, Arkansas, it's a pretty good long run. <laughs> Not crazy, but still, you know, a little, little drive time. I fought to keep that shit down. <laughs> there was one point, <clears throat> about 45 minutes outside of the city, I had to turn, like, there's just nothing but cold air from the vent on, because I thought I was going to lose my shit. <laughs> Always the mark of a good beer. Oh, man. I was, I was sitting there driving. I'm trying to listen. I'm like, I was doing my breathing exercises, trying not to throw up in my car. <laughs> and, yo. Got so, the dog mouth. Which is why, like, when I, before we headed to the bar today, I said, man, I'm going to get me a good brown. <laughs> that oh I got God. that now. oh yeah. man it was it was that just that vinegar bubbly taste in my gut I'm sitting there cold air on caps off in the passenger seat <sighs> <laughs> that's because you finished off a fucking jug of acido back there oh. and you're just trying to keep that red wine <laughs> fucking vinegar down so what was that yeah well we're at the end of Which our is podcast. not the dot I needed on my night either <laughs> really. 
the beer, the uh, the brewery, the brewery has never made a beer that was bad. By the way, for me, they did. You know what they did? Mm-hmm. Poured it in a ditch under the cover of darkness and never admitted they made it. Yeah, exactly. That <laughs> respect. Uh, so we got two tidbits for one uh, this week because we we missed last week, and we've also got the uh, the uh, the weekly bad good advice. Um, we'll do the we'll do the weekly bad good advice first, and then we'll do the two tidbits, the, the holiday tidbits. That's what we're doing this time of year. Um, the uh, weekly bad good advice to create the perfect anti gravity device. Strap a piece of buttered toast to one side of your cat, <laughs> and then some used toilet paper to the other side. Why? Because cats always land on their feet and buttered toast and used toilet paper always land buttered side down. <laughs> <laughs> Holiday tidbit number one. In Home Alone 2, Donald Trump would only give them permission to film in the Plaza Hotel that he owned at the time if they wrote him into the movie. And a little bonus tidbit, every time he's ever appeared in a movie, he has made the star call him by name in order to let him be in the movie. He has to be called by name. (sighs) Kind of like how Charlie Sheen has to be named Charlie in everything. Yeah. And then tidbit number two, Jim Carrey had to complete torture endurance training from the CIA to help him get through the daily eight and a half hour makeup sessions for the Grinch. Wow. Yep. Damn. So that's dedication. (laughs) Jim's gotten a little uh, off the plank here lately. Something. Like... uh, I'm kind of looking forward to uh, him in the Sonic movie, especially now since they're redoing the whole Sonic. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing him in it. I think he'll make a really good Robotnik. My biggest issue is I'm hoping that um, I'm hoping they they like make him like what we're used to seeing Robotnik look like at the end of the movie for the next Sonic movie. Hmm. Like he. In, in in the actual canon, he started out like that, and then he eventually went nuts and did mm-hmm. what he did to the kind of Eggman. Yeah, thing. the Eggman. So right. hopefully, uh, hopefully, in the next one, he'll be straightened out. I just think it's great. The internet made fun of something so bad that they're like, you know what? We're, we're redoing the whole thing. He <laughs> went on blast. <laughs> oh. So what's the bad good advice? I did that. That was the toilet paper. The buttered toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Sorry, my, my brain went to the fact that I've actually seen like a cheesy internet video of that before, but it was a way to make free energy. <laughs> because it would perpetually spin. So it became a generator. A green generator. Mm-hmm. Ah, that is tart. Very tart. No, it's it? not. Yeah. I'm not going to listen to your opinion on it. The <laughs> only time I'm going to listen to your opinion on it is if you say it is tart, and then I know it's going to break my skull. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting for one to tell me that. <laughs> so, mm, I'm going to try to stumble my way through the revised edition of this one. Ooh, Ooh I'm excited. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> and, uh, 
probably going to need your help on this one since some shit has changed shit, since last year. Shit, shit has changed, folks. And this is get another beer. This is the time of the show. Whenever I say thanks to you guys for listening, we appreciate it. And if you'd like to reach out to the show, you can find us on any of our social medias. That is going to be the three guys on YouTube. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You you done changed that up. Whole lot of changes here, so. We're still three guys beer. We're still, yeah, still. But I mean, our actual name is the three guys. So the three guys on YouTube and Facebook. That's a 16.5%. No. Damn. (laughs) Uh, You can find us at Three Guys Beer on Twitter and Instagram. Or you can email into the show, and that's going to be Patrick at the three guys the three guys.com the three guys.com patrick at the three guys dylan at the three guys or william at the three guys.com keep in mind each one of those is t h r e e the word three not the number Ugh. case in point and since you made it this far in why not take a few more moments out of your day drop us a rating and review on which <laughs> that is tart. Do I not have anything below 8% ABV in this goddamn thing? Bartender, help! <laughs> I think he did. That's why it's stuck that way. So, uh, drop us a rating or review on whichever platform you listen to this podcast on. It helps other people find it, and uh, we love you for it. So, thank you for joining oh, us it, one more week. And, uh, I don't know. Time for us to go. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, mean, you, I think you did good. I think you did, think you did real good. a bunch of new shit. Folks, we gotta go. These are the reasons I drink. That's all for happy hours. Happy hours over. I got nothing. Got nothing. Get your shit together, man. <laughs> we maintain the for an hour. stress. <laughs> we maintain for an hour. He can. That's a lot more sad. It is a lot more sad. Yeah. You're the reason I drink. <laughs> that was much better. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> going back out on tour, actually. Is she? Yeah, I think so. I can read that. Yeah, I'm surprised she still looked as good as she did when I saw it earlier. I just added this to my playlist today, actually. Good to know that the jukebox had it already. Up to date place. I realized that that was last call. Bartender, though, he keeps hooking me up. That's because he knows he's going to get a good tip. Oh, yeah, that's pumpkin. Holy shit. Mmm. Smells, uh, that's, that, that smells better than the best pumpkin beer I've ever had. Wow. That's just like uh, pumpkin pie. Yeah. Shipyard Pumpkin Ale still maintains the best pumpkin beer I've ever had. Yeah. Still more in there if you want them. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm drunk. Yeah.